What is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Post Game Show. We are live here at Wild Horse Pass. Owen, what a great game tonight. It's a win. Win's a win. Win's a win. <laughs> Win's a win. Win's a win. You know, I think after that game on Wednesday against Valley United, we all had that kind of apprehension like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, are they going to come out kind of looking like that? Are they? No, they didn't. Not in the slightest. So three points. Yeah, it was a great start to the game. You could see the urgency. You could see how, you know, work they had put in practice because the the we were talking about it when we were down there on the field that the speed of their passes, the build-up play, the chemistry, the hustle, uh, especially in that first Saiha's goal where Quinn was, you know, the, it could have been a, a lost ball in the midfield for a counter for LA Galaxy 2, but Quinn was able to, you know, put his body on the line, get that ball to Saiha's, and then, you know, the result was the first goal for uh, for Rising. You know what? I'm going to stop in here and say <laughs> I've got some controversial potential new information here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That's come from a source none other than Rick Shantz himself. Let's Apparently, he yeah. doesn't say Saiha's. How does he say it? He says it where he actually says the J. Sejas. Sejas. Yeah, I I don't. Well, the announcer We're going to have is, to clarify yeah, this. Yeah, we need a clarification We're going to have to clarify this, but apparently he does say the J. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm thoroughly confused. I think we, Rick, and the uh, the PA announcer here at Wild Horse Fest need to all kind of get together because he says Everyone it differently as well. Everyone needs to get this right. Yeah. There's a lot of wind up here, yeah, by Luis, the way. We need your We're all here. like looking awkwardly at our lights and our <laughs> camera right now. It's very windy up here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we need some clarification, uh, clarification especially if, if he's going to keep, you know, uh, scoring goals. So, oh, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, Rising get the win tonight, 3-1. to one. I was hoping for a 3-0 to zero victory for certain reasons. If you watched our show on Thursday, on Friday, I mean, you, you might know why. But uh, great uh, great game nonetheless. The first half, amazing. They The first, uh, the second half, they got off to a really good start. Towards the middle, that's when they kind of let off the gas a little bit. And then they ended up really strong at the end as well. So, is this the most complete performance from Rising this season so far? I think you could definitely say that it is. I think it was a good performance all around from the boys. Mm. Um, look, were they as good as they could have been on that? You know, on the on the goal they conceded, definitely not. And I know that that Rick in the post game was saying he was a bit disappointed, right? It yeah. wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't too happy with how they conceded. He didn't think they should have conceded yeah. there. Uh, but look, as a whole. When you consider all the different factors that you had meant several of these players who played on Wednesday night, um, some of the guys, mm-hmm. I mean, Joe Farrell comes to mind. Yeah. Specifically, a guy who played the full 90 in San Antonio, mm-hmm. the full 120 against Valley United, and comes out here and starts again. You know, you can't fault the guy. And he's going to be tired by the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey. Yeah. No, and that was the only thing that really Galaxy 2 had going for them was Preston Judd uh, up top. You know, he, from what I've seen this season, he was the guy that I was like, you know what? This has been the toughest forward I think Rising has faced. And I think they did an admirable job. In the first half, they had a couple of counters where they were able to, you know, thanks to the offside trap that they were doing, they were able to stop that attack. But unfortunately, you know, Judd was able to, you know, be a key part of the game for the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a very good player. Look, it was highlighted. Rick highlighted him on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, we talked about him yesterday. He's a very good player. So. Yeah. Of course, he's going to pose a bit of a threat there. Yeah, the other uh, player that I was looking at was Cameron Dunbar. Michael Salazar also, you know, had a big part in that goal as well. So uh, that trio was the one that was going to carry Galaxy. Now the midfield and the defense, that's where Rising was able to take advantage. And you definitely saw it in the first half. You did. You did. Um, And you saw that Rising especially, lots of possession in the opposition final third. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if they weren't quite uh, making as many chances, you'd hope that they were making a lot more chances than they were before. Yeah. Against Valley United and against some of the other teams that we've seen here. Yeah. There were moments where you just, oh, it was so close, you know. You could see that they knew the play. It it was, yeah. yeah, They felt a lot more joined together. Even if there were 
perhaps individual attacks might have been frustrating, yep. but the product as a whole was not. Yeah. It felt a lot more joined up than we've seen in past games this season. Now, is that due to the fact that Lambert was slid into the back line? It was uh, Lambert, Farrell, Flood, and King in the back line, and that allowed that creativity to kind of come from Seijas, Rodriguez, and Quinn in the middle and open up the game for people like Epps and Hurst. I know Repetto didn't have the best game tonight, but I think Epps had his best game of the season uh, tonight. I mean, I know you're talking about uh, Lambert at the back. Let's yeah. start with that. He's yeah. a guy who can cover a lot of ground. We know that. He's mm -hmm. a midfielder, yeah. right? He's a very good defensive midfielder, but we know he can cover a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. So when you add him into the defensive line, he gives you something different yeah. almost to what we expect to see from some of the others who mm -hmm. aren't quite as mobile necessarily. Yeah. Then when you look more broadly, look, the, the team, I know you're pointing to Epps and all that. I think, you know what, since he's, he is our DraftKings king of the game, maybe it. we should talk about him <laughs> or maybe we should get that up right now if our... Uh, Luis Seijas. Seijas. <laughs> We're going to say that now. We call him Seijas, but we call him Los Dos. Los Dos goalless tonight because he scored those two goals. So the king of the game, Luis Seijas. Big brace for him. Look, he, I mean... <laughs> We're talking about how to pronounce his name. We've got the new Kev Lambert here. We don't really know. Um, he was playing, actually, and from speaking to Rick, he'd yeah. asked um, Luis to play in that kind of a deep-lying midfielder-type role today mm -hmm. uh, and try and be a bit more defensive-minded, maybe, yep. than we've seen him in the past. Yeah. So he was almost the the kind of Kev of the night. But, mm -hmm. I mean, on his name now, we've <laughs> we've got another Kev, haven't we, really? Yeah. Another, I thought it was Kevin. Like it's... Yeah, no, exactly. No, it's, it's impressive. I'm, I've been impressed by Luis uh, Seijas. Honestly, the, the best player so far this season for me, at least in the offensive side of things, because when he's in the game, he's going to take those chances. I think sometimes rising players take a little bit too long, whether they're going to take the initiative or pass it off to their teammate. Seijas has, he sees the ball, and he's going to launch it into the net. And so that's the things that I feel Rising had to do today, especially with a keeper like Richard Sanchez, which we saw last week against Indy 11, make a mistake that was that allowed Indy 11 to tie the game. And tonight, during that first goal, he just let the ball slip by. So what did you think of that first goal? Well, I think that that first goal for a starter, just the goalkeeping was not great, okay? Yeah. Um, and I tweeted as much at that point, point in time. Um, look, you've got to consider the fact that this was what we were asking for against Valley United, right? We were saying this exact thing against Valley United. That guy will concede goals if you keep putting shots at him. Test the keeper. Yeah, yeah. test the keeper. Some of these guys aren't the best goalkeepers. Mm -hmm. If you keep firing shots at him, you fire six shots at him, he ain't yeah. keeping all of them out. Yeah. Now, Luis, the thing about Luis that's really good, he is a very experienced player. I mean, one of the other outlets down there in the press conference afterwards turned to him and went, is this the first time you scored two goals in a game? His response just back was, no, no I'm old. <laughs> he um, chuckled. Is that I'm that? old. I'm yeah, old. I've been down I, there before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Luis is 38, right? He's got many, many caps with Venezuela, played in a really high level, yeah. went over to Europe. This is a guy who's got so much experience and so much just, he knows, he knows sometimes just to hit the ball mm. in a way that other people might overthink it. That experience mm -hmm. just, you know, he, he knows what he's got to do. Yeah. And today it paid off big exactly. time. Yeah, you could see it, you know, because he was a little bit more forward and willing to take those chances. I think it kind of infected the rest of the team. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to take this guy one on one. You know what? I'm going to give that pass. And, you know, that chemistry just kind of 
you know, uh, flourished a little bit because of, of Seiya's taking that step forward. Well, it kind of goes back to what, again, we've kind of been saying all along, which is teams come here and defend. We expect that mm -hmm. Rising's thing, what Rising does well is they say, we don't care if you're going to come here and defend. Yeah. We're going to score first. Mm -hmm. And then once they've scored first, that causes problems for the opposition because then you can't just sit back in a low block. You've got to actually try and open the game a bit yeah. more. But then in doing so, mm -hmm. you're going to open up spaces yeah. for yeah. Rising to find more goals. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, that confidence, all of that. A, it's a bit of confidence because you're in the lead. But mm. B, it's also going to be because the other team are also thinking about how they're going to transition to attack and all of that. Yep. They're not quite as defensive-minded. They've got to take mm. more risks. Yeah. It is a lot of factors that go into that. Yeah, you can definitely see it. And I think the fans saw it as well because whenever Galaxy 2 would push forward, they would lose the ball. You could see the space behind the Galaxy 2 defense. And the kind of gasp of the of the fans here where Arturo would be on the right wing, he saw Epps kind of cutting through. You saw Hurst kind of looking to get the ball. And you could see kind of that, that momentum building from that team because you haven't really seen that this season. And tonight you could see it on the break, you know, hitting those those passes, those combinations, especially in that final third, which we saw against Valley United. They When they get, uh, at least in that game, they were struggling. But tonight they were able to concrete those chances a little bit more. You know what I think? It's something you were on about. We haven't seen it this season. I'll correct you there slightly. Mm. We saw it in the first half against Monterey Bay. Yeah, no, at least then, yeah. And that's it. We saw it in the first 45 minutes of the season. We haven't really seen the quality since. Yeah. Tonight we saw it. This felt like a Phoenix Rising win. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It didn't feel like... I mean, San Antonio, we were like, okay, they went there. They didn't actually have the first choice 11 out there, but they, they battled and fought against a team that had quite a few injuries and was mm -hmm. struggling um, and scraped the win out in the way that they had to. That was a, yeah. an effective win. Yeah. But this felt more like a, a traditional Phoenix Rising win. Yeah. yeah, no, and like you're saying, some of our colleagues right next to us, they were mentioning that as well, that at least from their point of view, this was the first season where they're like, you know what, the, the old Rising is back. And this is the team that we wanted to see the entire time. Rising is back. There we go. Um, before we keep talking about tonight's win, I do want to talk to you about DraftKings. If you guys haven't downloaded the app, make sure to do it. I was uh, I was close to my picks. <laughs> Mine was close as well, my parlay. It was close. Oh, I yeah. had Detroit over Atlanta. They mm -hmm. did quite well. Yep. I had both teams to score in this game, and they did. Mm -hmm. The one that let me down, Orange County. Oh, I man. needed you to draw against San Antonio. By the looks, you lost 1-0. Oh, man, that was a tough one. In OC, yeah. in Irvine. Oh, so man. So yeah. I'm disappointed there. Come on, OC. That, that could have, I believe I had odds of over 12-1 to 1 on that. Jeez, okay. Yeah. All right. Could have made some real money on that. Yeah, you, you had your one on. Uh, I was hoping. I was telling you the whole time. We got two already. I just need one more, and then uh, they were able to get the goal. But next week. Next, next week, week. We got it. So there we go. See, you're, you're in good hands over here. But, yeah, if you guys haven't yet, and if you're, you know, I know you guys maybe are watching us right now, but if you're planning on watching UFC 273, you guys can join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets, win or lose, guaranteed. Bet $5 and get 100 in free bets. So download the DraftKings Sports app now. Use promo code PHNX. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. The, that's the code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 and over, Arizona-only gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. 
yeah so make sure to join on that action we're, we're close we'll get we'll get you some money over here <laughs> and you know peyton peyton in here in the chat saying that as much as he loves us he's had to go off and watch the f1 in yeah. australia and he's gonna catch up but you know you can go back on the f1 i'm sure wow okay i gotta get into that man a lot of people are, are into f1 for sure it's growing over here definitely yeah <laughs> um all right y'all let's talk some numbers here with rising so tonight's um galaxy 2 controlled most of the possession 60 percent for them but Here's a stark difference. 22 total shots for Rising, 11 to Galaxy 2. Seven shots on target for Rising. Uh, and uh, in corner kicks, 10. Big chance is five. So that just tells you the story, the story right there. Well, it tells you the story that we always say, which is whoop-de-doo for possession. Um, <laughs> possession tells you one thing, and it's who has the ball. Uh, that's a really dumb statement now. I've just said that. No, it sounds dumb. It. Yeah. But like, it tells you who's got the ball. Don't tell you what they're doing with it. Mm-hmm. If you want to, once you've got a lead, you've got a comfortable lead, you're 2-0 up. Yeah. If the other team want to pass it around and not threaten you very much, yep. why do I care? Exactly. I, and so that's, yeah. look, and it, it's something that I think Rising is Rick's perhaps being a little bit before, smarter yeah. in the past. Yeah, and we've seen, we've seen in some of these games they're a bit smarter with that, whereby it's, you don't have to go and effectively, you know, overcommit and do stupid things when you're in the lead because... What's the point in that? You know, you might as well make sure you're keeping your shape, especially once you've got a comfortable lead. Yeah. Keep your shape. Make sure that you're looking solid. You know what you're doing defensively. Mm-hmm. And try and hang on to the lead and extend it when you when it's reasonable to do so. But don't take dumb risks. Yeah. You know? No, that's one of the things that, you know, we saw them do. And they were controlling. And that's what I really wanted to see from Rising because we know we, they could do it. Like you're saying, we saw it in the past before. This is one of, like, the first games of the season where we've actually seen it for the entire game, that hustle, that willing to kind of throw your body around. One of the stats that's jumping out to me right now, as far as duels, one, 47 for Rising, 34 for Galaxy 2. So Battling. It's battling. And, and Rick mm-hmm. has said this in the past. Rick said this when they were struggling. Yep. Um, and they lost to San Diego. It was, you know, where's it going wrong? We're not winning enough duels. And he's right. He mm-hmm. was right. They haven't been. Yeah. Um, and... The fact that now they've come out and, and battled, and yes, okay, when you play a team like Los Dos, mm-hmm. you're up against the young squad, yeah. right? So we know that. Um, but hey, again, you've got to, you can only beat what's in front of you. But that was one you of the worries tonight, though, right? Yeah, that, that was one of the worries that we talked about uh, yesterday on Friday, that this is a quick team. This is a team that will hit you on those counters, and that's kind of like rising script tonight because if they are not able to compete physically, then they got to beat them with the speed, and that's unfortunately something that the back line doesn't have. So you have to kind of throw your body around it in order to kind of, you know, cur- curtail, uh, curtail that that momentum that what Galaxy 2 was trying to build. So. Indeed, indeed. And I mean, I think Kev does add a different dimension to the back, as we were talking about earlier. You I know? like him in there. I, I like, like him there. there. Um, is that going to continue to happen, though, once Musa's fit? I don't know. Musa is... So let's talk injuries. Yeah. Um Musa apparently is making decent. Uh, he was there tonight. We saw him. He was there. I had a chat with him. He sounds like he's, he's doing okay. okay. Um, besides that, Rick described Santi's um, recovery as uh, effectively a miracle. He had a, a grade one or two ankle sprain. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's already jogging. Okay. So he's got a little bit of like support on the inside there. You see, um, but. Not too much. Yeah, I don't want to be too weird uh, because I was looking at his feet the entire time on the sideline. Oh, if he's going to be limping out there for the next game, he's limping out there. Yeah. I mean, you're not keeping him away from that game. Yeah, so New Mexico, Santi Moore. Right. Are we going to see him? I, I tell you what, well, again, he's... I know he, he wants to be to limp, there. I know he limp. wants to be out there, but is Rick going to allow when him to be out there? I was walking down the tunnel after mm-hmm. the press conference, yeah. who's walking alongside me? 
Who's walking alongside me? Go on. One thing is, is Who's walking. walking alongside is it Santi? Yeah. There you go. Quick, quick, that was a good win, wasn't it? Yeah, good win. Yeah. He just looks at me and goes, you know who's next? Vamos. Come on. <laughs> Come on, boys. It's... He's ready. He's ready for him. Yeah. No. Twice in a week as well. I know. I know. I know he wants to be out there. Imagine he scores his first goal of the season against New Mexico. That that's it's gotta be thrilling. Do you think he'll celebrate? I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. I don't I don't know if he'll celebrate. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw last year when he scored the winner against them. He he remembers the whole, you know, he was there, obviously. Um yeah. and those people were good to him and he doesn't he doesn't regret playing there. Yeah. He doesn't regret his time there. You know, he enjoyed his time there and with, with good people. And he doesn't forget about those people. Mm-hmm. So out of respect, I don't think he will celebrate if he scores. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he doesn't want to score. Okay. <laughs> no, we need he him to score. To yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if he can go out there and put six past him himself. Oh, he will. Yeah. He will. He knows what this rivalry means as yeah, well. And I, I remember when we had him on the show mm. uh, back in the early days of the show. Early, early, early days. Early days of the show. You know, back in, uh, we've been bringing you fun for what, two months now? January, um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and he, his comment then was, you know, it, it, it's great to be part of something like that. It's great to be a... Um, to know that he contributed to that rivalry by the move that he made from from uh, New Mexico across to here, and yeah. and he knows what what that kind of thing means in a footballing context. So, mm-hmm. look, he if he's limping out there, he'll want to be out there. Now, will Rick risk him? I don't know. Will he risk him twice in a re- week? Probably not. Yeah. But do I think we see him in one of those games? I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest. Here's the thing that I would say. If I'm Rick and I see him towards the end of the week and I know he wants to play, I hold him out at least for the first game. And I and I bring him in for that second game if he's ready. Why? Because it's a U.S. Open Cup game in the middle of the week. You know, I think you're going to want a guy that's a little bit more rested because these guys are going to have to play, uh, you know, 180 minutes, you know, at least most of the, the, the starting lineup. So if Santi's, you know, maybe 80%, do I really want to risk him in that game? Maybe put him on the bench? Yeah, I'd put him on the bench, maybe give him a few minutes. But would I start him? Probably not. Just to make sure everything's okay. You know, and so, but for sure, Wednesday night, I need him out there on the field. We're also, by the way, expecting Babu to be back in training this week. Nice. So, Babu should hopefully also be available for selection. Some big two weeks coming up, man. We just say that with all these injuries. With all these injuries, what happened? Who do we see for like a minute? (laughs) Jonathan Lemon came in. Jonah! Season we debut. were calling for this yesterday, weren't yeah, we? We yeah. were saying, Jonah, where is Jonah? Why isn't Jonah playing? Yeah. We want to see Jonah. <laughs> Today, we got to see him run on the field, run into a guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Happy what he days. does. Yeah, yeah. No. Happy days. Happy to see him out there. I'm sure he's glad, too. I know they were uh, jogging out there. They were the they were getting, you know, a little bit of a warm-up, but the game just kept continuing. I know Madrid was waiting for, like, 10, 15 minutes to come in. I was a little bit of Antui as well, so glad to see him as well. But, yeah, big... Big, uh, you know, props to Jonathan making a season debut. He's one of the hardest working guys you'll see on yeah. that team. The amount of effort he puts in, Great the stuff. desire he has to be out there on the field. It's just good to see him actually get a, albeit very brief. Yeah. I mean, the smile he had on his face coming off of warm-ups. <laughs> yeah. You saw that, didn't you? Just that bright, beaming smile. Yeah, man. Like, and you're rooting for a guy like that. You want him to see him on the field, you know, and you want him to perform well. So, you know, I'm glad he was able to at least get some minutes tonight. So, And it's it's what you want to see in players, right? Look, we 
yes, everyone wants to see passion and all of that. Mm -hmm. You want someone who's coming in who genuinely loves the game yeah. and being a part of it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, this is a job for them, but this has got to be, you know, half the other passion and all of that doesn't come unless you really love this game and love being out there. And and this is what you're you know, doing it for, yeah, right? Definitely. Um, let's uh, switch gears here for a little bit, Owen. Let's talk about that front three. We had Epps, Claudio Repetto, and Greg Hurst. I kind of like Hurst on the left wing. I know once Repetto came out, they put him up top, and eventually when Hurst came out, Epps was on top. And Epps, I felt, was dangerous once he was that lone striker just because of the speed. He had a, a ball up there on the on the left-hand side where he, he was able to flick it past the Galaxy defender. He wasn't able to get to the second touch, but it kind of showed you the arsenal that he has and how great he is, even though he kind of got off to a, a, a slow start. But maybe that's the thing, right? The positional change changed how he was approaching the defense. Mm -hmm. And what we've become frustrated with at times of apps, yeah. and what we found that, you know, just he'll take too many people on. Um, and when you're cutting in from the wing, that can be a problem because cutting in from there, you've got more people in your way. Yeah. Now, when you're going straight up the middle, you've got the two center backs, mm -hmm. right? You just got different people in the way, yeah. um, and so maybe it is just that that position late on suited him a little bit better, mm. um, especially when it came to and look, we some of these things, the things that maybe need ironing out. Right, we're we're picking on Epsi scored two goals this season, um, yeah, but which puts him now tied with who else we had score? Claudio scored two. Yeah, has Luis scored before tonight? This season? Say so he has? Yeah, yeah, he scored he scored one, I think. Yeah. Right. You're putting me on the spot right now, but I think I he, he scored one. He set one up, didn't he? Yeah. Let me see this. The, oh, no, he scored, though. He scored that wonder goal against San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, so Luis is the top scorer. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Right now. Marcus Epps is up there. He, Shout he was able out to, to get, Luis. Yeah, yeah. No, he's doing great. Uh, Marcus Epps stats. Yeah, 48 touches tonight. 21 for 26 accurate passings. He's doing great there. Of course, the he did have that one kind of. Uh, in the six-yard box, I think he was—he kind of lifted the ball upwards. He wasn't able to get a good angle to get maybe his uh, second goal. And he skied it, yeah. Yeah, he skied so. it. But it's hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, again, I, I you know, was, we're, we're yeah. nitpicking now, right? This, yeah, yeah, these yeah. boys won three-one tonight. We're yeah. nitpicking. Um, I think we we do need to add that context here. <laughs> we are nitpicking because yeah. it was a good all-around performance. Yeah, I think him um, and King are kind of getting in that chemistry a little bit more. Uh, you know, with King kind of flying down. It the takes front. time. Yeah. These things take time. Yeah. Right. And now we've had more time. I think you're starting to see the, the fruits of that a little bit. Yeah. On the other side of things, uh, Greg Hurst, I, I saw him tucking in a little bit more, especially with Ryan Flood kind of coming down that wing as well. I think I thought Ryan Flood had a great, you know, game. Him and, and Hurst know how to kind of give each other space. Um, but no goal for Hurst tonight. He did, he did have a couple chances, but I think he kind of gave him up for someone else. Um, so I, I'm, but I, again, I'm happy with Hurst and, you know, I'm sure he's going to bring, you know, more goals later on. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's, it's always good to have someone who's versatile, who can play in that. He can play on the wing if you really need him to. Um, and, and yet can also be a very effective center forward. So, yeah, I'm still very, very happy with Greg Hurst and how he's generally played this season. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's, it's just like... It, we're it nitpicking, feels, yeah. Yeah, like yeah well, if we get into any like criticisms, we really are nitpicking at this point coming yeah. up today because today was a good performance. Yeah. Claudio Repetto, uh, not not the best performance. And again, nitpicking. But I think I kind of felt that him and, for example, uh, Richmond Antwi, they, they were kind of on the same boat, you know, because Wednesday Antwi was running around, he was pressing. 
he just didn't get the ball that much. Only 12 touches for Repetto tonight. So is that an issue with the formation or, or what's going on up top? Claudio's a poacher. Yeah. Right? He's a poacher. So he's going to rely on service. He's not necessarily the guy who will create the chances. Mm -hmm. He will finish the chances. Yeah. Uh, so they were targeting you him get a few into, times. I think, yeah. yeah, they were targeting him a few times. It, did they target him enough necessarily? Look, no, but it, again, it's... <laughs> We're criticizing them. They've won three one. Um, <laughs> look, they found their goals. They found the goals that they needed. Yeah. Um, I think that if you were struggling for goals, then maybe you look to play to him a different way. But they didn't really struggle in that way mm -hmm. today. So I don't think it hugely matters. Um, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a criticism on him um, again because it's it's about service, about getting the right chances, not just chances in general. Yeah. Um, and hey, we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, no, definitely. And so, and like you're saying, and we, we've seen it with both of his goals. The, you know, the first one in San Antonio. Uh, no, well, he had the one in Vegas, and then he, uh, he had the one over there with the say his rebound, and then the one uh, on Wednesday that gave, you know, uh, rising the wind. Speaking of that Wednesday goal, can I just say one more positive from tonight? Let's say One more positive from tonight. As far as I'm aware, no one has yet told us that that goal, any of those goals might have been offside. <laughs> They're That's all true. good goals. Yeah. Probably. We'll I watch did, it back. I but did hear they're some, all probably good goals. Yeah. No, I did hear some uh some people from Valley United were upset because they, they that was called uh, a goal and not outside. But uh before we uh you know talk a little bit more about what's coming up for rising this upcoming season, uh this week, I mean, I do want to talk to you guys about a new partner that PHNX is welcoming, which is OGs. OGs brands. That's right. OGs brands. Uh, is the new partner for PHNX. And OG's is one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchen and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journeys. Uh, the quality of their products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and amazing flavor. Edibles are not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. Their motto is flavoring life, and that's something we can all get behind. So... So make sure to check out OG's brands. Speaking of what's coming up next, of course, we've got those two games against New Mexico where the second one is on 420. So. Ooh, look at that. OG's already... Yeah, I think they're you know moving some stuff behind the, the scenes. I mean, so I'm hearing that if people out. if people send in sufficient super chat cash, we might be able to get Ramon... Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Owen wants me to do a, a lot of things. He's, having, he's a, making me gamble and all this stuff. Making so. him, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting him into all the vices. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kieran Thompson says, "Vamos, Santi! Don't slip back into some remote." We're not. We're not. We're, we're, <laughs> we're happy, happy today. Yeah, we're really happy. Pretend this is a beer and we're yeah, celebrating. Yeah, I need one after water tonight. I need some water. <laughs> I was really thirsty tonight. I don't know why. I usually don't drink that much water during the game. But uh, Racer Dog eighty eight love seeing Flood and King coming up the wing tonight. Yep, and that's uh, yeah. I love that. I I've been really happy with Ryan Flood. Not not that I don't miss Babu. But Ryan Flood has been you know, getting the job done, so I really I appreciated his game. There was a flood zone here tonight, I hear. Yeah. Quite a lot of people in uh, flood jerseys. Uh, yeah, I was asking that. you about that. I yeah. Was, yeah, I was told we got the flood zone here tonight. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means, but... Uh, oh, by the way, anyone who is listening to us and is still here at the stadium hasn't yet turned onto the freeway. Uh, Aaron in the comments here has got some traffic news. That's right. PHNX traffic news. There we go. That's a new segment. Don't get on the 202 going east. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how you're getting home if you're not going on the 202 going east. Uh, that's gonna Find be another way. Yeah. Yeah. They, they closed the tent, basically. So everybody was on McDowell and Thomas. It, was, it wasn't a good time if you're in Phoenix. Crazy times. Crazy yeah. times. 
Uh, but yeah, thank you. And uh, I want to give a shout out to everybody at the South End. They were really, you know, I was over there giving away the jersey tonight. I don't know if we got that picture uploaded, but I don't have it unfortunately to show on here. But shout out to uh, Reese, who we did see. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll definitely tweet that photo. We got a photo of him uh, receiving his jersey and. Keep yeah. an eye out because maybe we'll have more giveaways in the future. Yeah, for sure. Really nice kid. Glad he was able to get uh, get the win, uh, win the jersey. I mean, and uh, everybody was really nice and receptive over there at the South End. You know, I wish you I know, could. Let, yeah. Let's talk though, just on this. I felt like, and I chatted with some other people who were also yeah. there tonight. Tonight, best atmosphere of the season so far. I think the so. South End. They were loud. Yeah. Okay, and look, I I say this not to be. They know those, those guys are loud every game, but tonight it felt like it was another level. They were bringing it. They yeah. were bringing it tonight, and there was aggression from the off, right? Yeah. Like that goalkeeper, <laughs> oh, that poor LA Galaxy two goalkeeper, poor, poor Richard, poor Richard, who, uh, as you can guess, they were shortening it to something else. Yeah, no, I love it. I love the atmosphere. That's why you know, typically, you know, I, I like to be down there in the first half, come up here uh, to the press box in the second half because I want to be in that atmosphere. I want to see what the fans are saying and what they're thinking and how they're feeling. And when you're down there in the south end, they're really nice, receptive. They, they they'll take care of you. But once the, the the whistle starts, man, they they're behind their team. So I love that. And they sure as hell aren't receptive <laughs> to the opposition. I'll tell you that much. For sure, for sure. And hopefully, you know, they're able to bring that energy back. Of course, they're going to bring it back oh, next week oh, yeah. against New, oh, Mexico. For New Mexico. For New Mexico, they are bringing that energy back times twelve. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. There is a there is a burning burning hatred there. And fun. this is going to be exciting next yeah, week. Yeah, it's going to be a big week, man. Like it's and like you were saying, like you know, uh, things weren't off to a great start, but three wins in a row. You know, that's the longest streak of the season. Can they make it four against New Mexico? We'll see. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, and we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, a lot this week. Yeah, it's going to be tough because whenever you play a rival, it's hard to beat them multiple times in quick succession. Yeah. That is the task at hand. Mm -hmm. You think that it gives, it? It gives them an advantage, you know, facing them back to back? And again, we're going to talk about this a little bit more on Tuesday. Um, but just seeing them back to back, do you think that's that's an advantage for Rising? Or do you think that's an advantage for uh, New Mexico United, the fact that they're seeing them, you know, back to back in less than a week? When New Mexico United aren't in the worst form themselves, um, we'll see. We'll see. It's if, and we don't know what New Mexico's. Um, travel schedule looks like mm -hmm. if they're coming in here going home coming in here and going home i think they'll stay and they right? might be busting it as well oh wow because i know that i've seen that with um rising when they travel to new mexico they bus mm -hmm. it it's a nice long bus journey multiple times in a week not fun hey that wednesday night game could be a lot more fun when yeah, those bathrooms in the back of the bus now. are <laughs> they're annoying man so yeah i wouldn't want to do that as well so oh you know whoever the first one to use it and stink it out for everyone else on the <laughs> that's why you don't sit in the back several hour happens. journey oh <laughs> all right they put their best players in the back you know you think so? <laughs> might be a good one all right Owen, we're gonna wrap it up here but any last thoughts on tonight's game we know who's coming next we know who's coming next. And this, surely you think you got to take a bit of confidence out of this one. Yep. But everyone knows who's coming next. They got to up the game. Yeah. They got to play for, you know, what is uh, going to take a lot of, you know, a lot of fight, yeah. a lot of desire in that game. And they've got to fight for it mm -hmm. because it does mean quite a bit to the people here yeah. winning yeah. that game. For sure. And then, uh, of course, we can't forget about those three points, you know, have rising kind of come uh, climbing up the the standings as well so if they get that w i think they'll be in good shape to to face them during the u.s open cup as well and you know once the you know if they were, are able to get through new mexico 
might we see an MLS team, you know, in the next round? Is that how it's looking? We don't know. Yeah. Um, in parks, it depends how the regional groups turn out. Um, yeah. We know they'll be back into groups of four and all of that. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Big week coming up for Phoenix Rising. So stay tuned here at uh, the PHNX Rising podcast. We're going to be bringing you all the updates. We're going to be back. Um, uh, are we on studio? No, I don't think we're on studio on Tuesday. But we'll be back for the podcast on Tuesday. So make sure to be there. Normal week schedule this week. It was a bit hectic. We're going to be normal for <laughs> once. We're going to be as normal as we are capable of being. As normal as Owen can be. I yes, know. exactly. But that's fine because we're not normally normal because we're double the underscores, double the fun. PHNX underscore underscore rising. If Give you us a follow on Twitter. On Twitter. Help us out, man. We're trying to get a 600, 1,000. Keep it going. Let's get let's get as big as we can. Double so, the underscores, double the fun. The fun. Double the wins next week. For Double Rising the wins. As well, there so. we go. That's what they're looking for. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, again, Tuesday, 6 p.m., we'll be back here. Hopefully, Edwin will be back as well. He was feeling a little bit under the weather, so hopefully he's Well, you know, all, all I have to say is after yesterday's shenanigans, we decided it was a good time to dispose of Deadwin. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had to dispose of him. Deadwin, dead again. Uh, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us for the PHNX Rising live postgame show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on Tuesday. Until then, take care.